B98.5's Tide and Direct Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now, good morning, Tad, Drex, and Kara. Can you identify a song from hearing the first five seconds of it? Time to play Beat Shazam. So Friday, our category for Beat Shazam was Joe Exotic's Sounds of the Safari playlist. <laughs> and shortly after that was on the radio, I got an email from a woman in the Tampa Bay, Florida area threatening to sue me unless I followed her orders. Mm. So with that, I present Carol Baskin's Uncool Cats and Kitties uh, <laughs> Kittens playlist. Now, these are all artists who have engaged in behavior that Carol also known as Karen, has a problem with. Oh, boy. Are you ready, Kara, yeah. for your first song? That's Lady Gaga paparazzi. Is correct. In addition to wearing assorted furs, she also wore that meat dress. Oh, so yeah. Carol doesn't really. Carol Baskins would not be happy. Oh, You're but right. the tigers would like free. it. The Tigers right. would like that meat dress. <laughs> Are you ready? Directs for your yes. first song. Round one of Beach Shazam. It would be uh, Michael Jackson and Billie Jean. Correct. Three words. Yes. Bubbles the Chimp. Oh, I was going to say, well, yeah, what would Carol have a problem with uh, Michael Jackson? But yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and on the Thriller album, he was posing with that tiger. It opened up, and it was Michael and the tiger. Oh, boy. You didn't know that? Round two, oh. Beach is in. <laughs> Carol Baskin's Uncool Cats and Kittens playlist, Kara. Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby? Yes. It was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Um, she calls him Rob Van Winkle, mm, also course. known as Vanilla Ice. Um, had a, a pet wallaroo that went missing in 2004. What's a wallaroo? I don't even know if I'm saying that word right. Do you know what a pet... Do you know what a wallaroo is? It sounds like a kangaroo. Google it real quick. Or a wallaby right? and a something. Yeah, you definitely know Carol Baskins when she was making out the uh, the lawsuit. It was like Robert Van Winkle, a.k.a. Vanilla uh-huh. Ice. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So it is now two to one, Kara. Mm-hmm. Drex, your next song. Is that Justin Bieber? What do you mean? Yes, sir. What do you mean? Don't you remember? Justin Bieber left that pen, pet monkey. monkey, dumped it in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, he couldn't fly back with it or something. Is it Capuchin Monkey? Yeah. A what? A capuchin monkey. A lot of people have had pet capuchin monkeys. Thank you They're for so t- saying that because it's how I learned how to pronounce it. Kara, <laughs> um, final round. We're tied up. Beach Shazam. Category, Carol Baskin's Uncool Cats and Kittens playlist. Here you go. I know I may be young. Britney Spears, I'm a slave for you. Yes, ma'am. She wore a Burmese python like a scarf to the 2001 VMAs. (laughs) Like a scarf. (laughs) Did that snake eat Carol's husband? Oh. (laughs) No, the tigers ate Carol's husband. I think maybe Kevin Federline. Did he go? All right. Final song. It's make or break. You could either tie or win or maybe lose here, Drex. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. 
Final round, Beat Shazam, last song. Turn the lights off. Turn the lights off. Uh, I think it's Beyonce. Beautiful Nightmare? No. Oh, wait. Sweet Dreams. It's Sweet Dreams. It's Sweet what Dreams. What am I going to do it's here? Sweet Dreams. What am I going to do, Kat? I said it. I say let's I said, go. Let's give it to yes, him, right? I said we it. Gotta yes. Is it not the first thing that you say is what we have to take? Wasn't Wait. that the rule that was thrown upon me a while ago? You were nodding yes until I granted him the victory, and now you're making yeah. it controversial, which says something. I don't know what it says, but... You already you already gave it to me, right. so I'm taking it's a it. It's a three tie. to three tie. It's the only way oh, that what, this could go Why down. is Carol Baskins upset with uh, Beyonce? Um, she performed the 2013 Super Bowl wearing a python and iguana skin suit. Do you need any other? Oh, is that enough? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the 8.5, 80s, 90s, and now, thanks for listening. It's Tad, Drex, and Kara, and Matt Sunshine is the managing partner for the Center of Sales Strategy and has some tips for us to be able to be more productive uh, working from home. Good morning, Matt. I'm good. How are you? Great, thank you. Let's get right into it. What what are some of those? Well, there, I mean, I break it down into four areas. I think you have to have the proper mindset. You have to know how to get ready for work because that's a little different. You need to know what tools you need, what what equipment, what, and you need to, a different maybe a different communication strategy than you normally uh, would have. I'm sure you play conference call bingo, right? Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Somebody, somebody says, and somebody developed, a, a friend of mine developed a drinking game where it's, uh, when somebody says, can you hear me, you you do a shot. <laughs> <laughs> or is it like, uh, let's circle back to this on Monday. Is <laughs> yeah, that one of them there, too? That's exactly right. Uh, Matt, I have a question for you. Is there a best practice? Like, yesterday my wife was on a um, a conference call with some of her coworkers, and I walked in. I didn't know she was on it. And I was like, oh, man, I stink. I haven't taken a shower since yesterday. And my wife's like, shh, I'm on Zoom. I'm like, oh, well, they just heard that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There is. Um, one, of, one of the things you have to do is know where your mute button is, right? <laughs> you, you do. I mean, like things like you guys are on the air. You know where your mute button is. You know if you're going to you're going to cough, right? Or you got something. There's a button on the board that, that you press. Right. And when, when people aren't used to that on their phones, especially and if they're not using a headset and they're using their cell phone, to get to the mute button, you have to pull the phone away from your face right. and then hit it. That's a clunky experience. And if you're on Zoom, you got to know where the button is to turn off your camera. You got to know where your button is to use to turn off your microphone. If you're not using your phone, you're using your computer audio. You got to know. You got to have dog treats on your desk so that when your dog starts barking, you can hand a treat to your dog. Oh, you're I rewarding mean, the dog now for barking, please. Oh, I know. You know what happens then? Your dog learns that every time you get on the phone. It's treat time. (laughs) (laughs) Matt, what's the best way, because it's probably happening all over the world, uh, where you're on a conference call and there's always the one idiot who is either at a rock concert or they're welding while they're on the call and it's just so loud. You want to be like, hey, idiot, mute your phone, but you can't. uh, uh, One of the best practices at the very beginning of the call uh, the the leader of the call, whoever that is, because what you're really talking about is when there are multiple people on, mm-hmm. not a one on one. The leader of the call needs to say, "Hey, when we as we get started, can everyone do me a favor and just mute their phones right now and unmute yourself when you want to talk?" Have you ever been talking to someone and they're washing their hands? 
-hmm. it's not loud to the person who's washing their hands, but to the person on the call, it's so loud. Well, no, I mean, now when people are washing their hands, they're singing Lizzo. So <laughs> well, and I bring that up because, Ted, we had, a, we had a call a Monday or Tuesday with our boss, Chris. Sam might not have sounded loud to you, but we, I could hear him like he was sitting right next to me. Well, and that's another thing. I think you have to prep your family around mm-hmm. you. Like the answer to you not being on that conference call on the Zoom, I'd say is, is like, you know, April could be like, hey, stay out. I'm on a, you know, beforehand. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I should have told my, like, I I just couldn't even believe they were just, like, watching Blue's Clues or whatever as if I wasn't on a call. You'd always, like, well, shut the door or go into another room. I couldn't. Well, that's, that's <laughs> part of setting up your office, right, and that, or setting up your experience. The other thing is reminding your family that you're not on vacation, right? When we're on vacation, sometimes we have to, oh, hey, I know we're on vacation, but I just need to go take a call. That's different. You're at work. Mm-hmm. You're not on vacation and you have to take a call. You're at work. It just work is different right now. Work is work is at home for for me right. I'm not I'm not on vacation. So Matt, one of the four important things that you mentioned was being in the right mindset before you start your work from home day. Do you have any suggestions for parents that are now dealing with having the kids home and maybe having husbands and wives home and everybody being in the same space to kind of uh, a, a trick to get yourself in the right mindset? Yeah, so there's a, there's a couple of things with that. One is you should get ready to go to work. Uh, and that doesn't mean that you have to put on a suit or put on a dress and do all that, but you should get yourself ready, whatever your routine needs to be. Some people really need to get up and shower, right? And, and they need to put themselves in that mind, mind frame of, okay, I am going to work. A lot of people like to put their office in or where they're going to set up shop in a part of their house that they don't normally use because that signifies that they're going to a new area. The other thing is, um, schedule breaks for your family. Don't try to interact with your family all day long. It's better just to set up breaks to say, you know what, at 9 o'clock this morning or at 10 o'clock this morning, I'm going to take a 15-minute break and we're going to do a puzzle together for, you know, we're going to work on the puzzle that we've been working on for a week or something like that. The problem with people that work from home or when you work from home isn't that you don't work enough. It's that you actually end up working too much. Yes. Stay on that for a minute. Is there anything else? Because there are people, maybe even single people, who work all day long. They do not know how to shut it off. You can schedule something and then you're like, whatever. I find that I'll be on my phone and I'll be like, I'll put the phone down triumphantly. Like, I've got to step away from this. And two seconds later, I'll realize that the iPad is in my lap. (laughs) It's just changing devices. That's exactly right. So one thing that they could do is... Start using their calendars, you know, and a lot of times people only put in their calendar appointments that they have, whether that's a, a appointment with a boss or, or a customer or a doctor or a haircut. They put in appointments that they have. They don't put in activities that they need to do. And if you can get a little bit more tied to your calendar and kind of live what your count, what you put in your calendar and then you put in your calendar breaks. Huh. Matt, I'm I'm curious if you think what's happening right now. If this would have what it's 2020 right now. If this would have happened in 2000 when this kind of technology wasn't available, do you think it would have been devastatingly crippling to the economy? That's a great question. 
I think uh, you're saying like looking, a, to be able to video conference. Yeah, because we have call. the technology now. Are you almost a little bit grateful that we have the technology now? Because if this happened 20 years ago, I mean, don't you think it would have just destroyed the economy? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I want I looking certainly looking at it from a 2020 point of view. That that's a that's an easy answer for me to say. Well, yes, definitely. However. If I if I was sitting in two, in the year two thousand and this happened, I'd like to think that we're a pretty pretty innovative group of of humans here, right? Okay. And and that we would figure we would have we would have figured it out. It would not have looked this way. I bet it just would have been a lot of a lot more conference calling, and we did have email in two thousand, mm-hmm. so it'd be a lot of email and conference calling. Okay. What if we went even further back in time? Before the telephone, do you think having to send ponies to people's houses with <laughs> scrolls or ravens was it was, made, it, was, it, was it owl, made, owls, doves, or something? <laughs> pigeons, that a, pigeons. That have made uh, business difficult. Matt, thank you so much. That was really excellent. Absolutely happy to help. Anything I can do. It's Todd and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. Sponsored by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Good morning, 725. Dry today, low 70s. Cooler tomorrow, uh, moving into the 60s. What's going on, Kara? So one of the biggest questions out there right now is if you or a family member were to get sick, start exhibiting symptoms, what happens then? Yeah, do you go to urgent care and then does the urgent care send you to the ER and does the ER send you back to your general practitioner? I mean, like, what's the right flow here? Well, right now they want everyone to call first. Don't go to the facilities because if you are sick, then you could possibly be spreading it. Who would you call? Well, you would call, you know, you'd probably call like your primary yeah. care physician okay. and then you would describe the symptoms right. and then they would probably know the symptoms of coronavirus versus like say a paper cut or hangnail and say (laughs) you're going to be fine get a band-aid so exactly if you were to be freaking out and just want to get tested or you know actually have legit symptoms and want to get tested how easy is it to get tested not very much. The CDC actually has three priority levels. Priority one are hospitalized patients and symptomatic healthcare workers. Obviously, you know, they should be top of the list. Priority two is long-term care patients, those 65 and older, people with underlying health issues and first responders, all with symptoms. They all are displaying current okay. symptoms. Priority three is as resources allow. It's people who are essential personnel and that don't fall under the priority one, two, or three categories if the testing is available and you've got bad enough symptoms, they might throw you a test. You could also get a test if you're a local DJ who wants to make this all about you. You could just call and they would take care of you for that. So <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, no, there's a lot of ways to... Uh, Two tattles. <laughs> well, now, on a brighter side, I do think it's been kind of cool that we've been seeing all of these at-home acoustic performances from some of our mm-hmm. favorite artists. It's been all over Instagram and Facebook. Last night elton john had a big special had billy eilish on and gosh mariah carey y'all know how much i detest her but she's actually see, really good well, did she do it in her closet it, it was like oh her home God. studio or whatever and there was just like eight thousand pairs of shoes i picture there being kittens lots lots of kittens running around uh, i don't <laughs> like know the, the, the mariah carey gets kittens and then like as soon as they turn six months she sends them to she's some so extra person. that's why i don't like her very it's much. like carol baskin's now in on this <laughs> right. could you imagine 
imagine Mariah Carey and Carol Baskins? Oh, those two together oh, at a dinner party. They gosh. want to talk to the manager. Right. Stay six feet away. <laughs> so coming up Wednesday night, it's Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood's turn at 9 p.m. They're going to be on CBS, Garth and Trisha Live. Now, last week, they tried to do something on Facebook Live and almost, like, crashed the internet. I think they had... 5.2 million people tuned in to watch them on Facebook. So I'm sure CBS was like, oh, hey, why don't you come over right here, over yeah. here and bring those viewers back to TV? I wonder what the logistics are behind that because CBS isn't going to let their network be dependent on just a Wi-Fi signal. I mean, so is, is there somebody that's going into Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks' house, like setting up Well, they have that dedicated... big home studio, that Studio G in their house. So yeah. I'm sure there's connectivity to... Yeah, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that at all. Yeah. Drex is like working logistics over here. He's like, <laughs> what engineer is is going to be running this show? Like, what, what happens? Well, I wonder what kind of a connection point we're going to have. <laughs> She's in the know about everything happening in pop culture. Can you beat her? It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. Richie and Roswell. Yes. How Boy, are you? You're doing great. Could you kick Kara out of the studio for us? Kara, you got to get out of that studio. Let's go. I'm out of here, Richie. Good luck. Thank you. We're going to ask you five pop culture questions. Answer more right than Kara. Win 100 bucks of her money. If she answers more right than you, she wins, and all ties go to the house. Are you ready? Let's do this. Question one. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are back in the States after contracting COVID-19. How are they related? They are husband and wife. Number two. President Trump has consulted with Alex Rodriguez and his fiance about coronavirus. Who is Alex engaged to? J-Lo. Number three. Post Malone going to host a virtual beer pong tournament. Mm -hmm. What brand of cups are used in beer pong? Solo cups. Number four, Cardi B set up a GoFundMe to help get the Tiger King out of jail. Who is the Tiger King? Tiger King is a Netflix star. Who's the guy? What's his name? I wish I knew. I'm going to lose on this one. No. <laughs> Number five, in John Krasinski's new YouTube show, he interviews his old office boss, Steve Carell. What city was the office located in? It was in Scranton. Bring Kara back in. Oh, Richie and Roswell, you did fantastic, and you might lose on that number four. We'll see what happens, though. You did great. You got four right, and they're tough, Kara. I'm predicting a 4-4 four, four tie. Okay, okay. Same questions, Kara. Number one, Tom Hanks, Rita Wilson, back in the States after their whole coronavirus fiasco. How are they related? Their husband and wife. What Richie said one to one. Number two, President Trump has consulted with Alex Rodriguez and his fiance about coronavirus. I mean, those are the two first people I would call. <laughs> Who is Alex engaged to? Jennifer Lopez. That's what Richie said. We're tied at two. Number three, Post Malone is going to host a virtual beer pong tournament. Not sure how that works exactly. What brand of cups are used in beer pong? Solo cups. That's what Richie said as well. You guys are knotted up at three. Number four, Cardi B set up a GoFundMe to help get the Tiger King out of jail. Who's the Tiger King? Joe Exotic. That's the one Richie Joseph missed. Maldonado. Passage.com. Pa yeah, Passage <laughs> is the married name. All right, four to three. Kara's up. Finally, number five in John Krasinski's new YouTube show, he interviews his old office boss, Steve Carell. What city was the office located in? Y'all know I don't know that. Why are you even asking me that question? That's why I wrote it, Kara, because I didn't think you would know it. Good news is Richie knew it. He said Scranton, Pennsylvania. But that makes us a four-to-four -four tie. And all ties do go to the house because Kara puts up 100 bucks of her own money. Great game, Richie. Great game. Oh, uh, well done. Well done. 98.5, 80s, 90s, and now Tad, Drex, Kara. 
And Jessica Weedner just got married Friday. She and her new husband, Tim, held a quarantine wedding. Hmm. Jessica, you were originally going to, this was going to be a, a destination wedding? Yes. We were actually going to get married um, on the beach in Destin, Florida on April 5th. Oh, that's where I, I got married in September. It's so beautiful there. I'm so sorry. I know. I'm like, I won't know what it's like. Oh. <laughs> well, Kara had sand tacos. She had a taco <laughs> set up in the sand. And Y'all leave my sand tacos alone. <laughs> they were delicious. What's the worst part of not, uh, about not being able to do it? I think just all the planning that's gone into it mm-hmm. and the fact that, I mean, I'm not old, but I'm 34. I've never been married and I've like literally waited my whole life to have my dad walk me down the aisle. And so I think that was probably the most soul crushing is that that moment that I've planned out for so long is not happening. Jessica, why didn't you just reschedule? I think for us, rescheduling is just not an option because we have family and friends that were flying in and driving in from all over the country. And it has taken us so long to get everybody to agree to a date and to make the reservations for their hotels and all of that, that I just decided it's just not worth it to have to try and refigure that again. Let's move on to more delightful things. (laughs) Tell us about the wedding that you ended up having, because I loved this. I actually have a friend and she kept saying, I'm going to do a drive-by photo shoot. And I was like, what the heck is that? And she's (laughs) like, we're going to sit on our porch and I'm going to be drinking wine and you know, our photographer is going to take our pictures. And I was like, why would you do that? She's like, because it's funny. And her husband was like in a hazmat suit or whatever. And (laughs) they were just trying. Yeah, yeah. I uh, thought throughout the day and I thought, you know what? If we're going to do something, like, why the heck don't we just do our wedding in the front yard? Um, And so I reached out to the photographer, Soul Photography. They're in Dawson County. She is absolutely amazing. It was like a real wedding, just Kind of redneck, I guess. (laughs) And tell me about the cake, because I've got questions about the cake. You know, that cake seems to be stirring up a lot of conversation. People are getting really hostile about that cake. So we decided to make a toilet paper cake. And I just want to put it out there for the universe that I did not go out and hoard toilet paper for this. Literally, I think we have maybe like seven rolls left. So we took the rolls that we had left and put the cake topper in it. So it was kind of hysterical for everybody. But (laughs) But you didn't eat the the toilet paper, did you? You eat the cake. No, I, we did it. We actually had cupcakes. Um, we bought two cupcakes that we ate, and the kids in their little kiddie pool, I kept threatening their lives because I was like, if you guys get that toilet paper wet, like, we have no more. Like, this is it. <laughs> I want to hear about your consolation prize real fast. You said you got what? We got a puppy. Um, we got a three-month-old German short hair pointer. Kevin said, whatever's going to make you happy and make you stop crying, I'll get it. And so now I get up at 4.30 because... He's ready to get up and start his day. And last night, he didn't sleep at all. So it's like, you know, having a newborn baby at our house. And you, yeah. chose to, you chose to do that. I did. You know what? In the moment, it sounded like a really good idea. But I should have thought more about that. For sure. I mean, I've noticed a trend here. You should have thought about that destination wedding, too. <laughs> like I always tell friends, I have such bad luck when it comes to money. If you're ever with me at a casino and I put one chip on black, bet the house on red. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jessica, congratulations. Thank have fun you. with the dog and the toilet paper and all of that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drug Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. 
Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.